Hey, it's John from CityCast. If you're in the mood to pamper yourself a little bit this week while supporting cruelty-free products, you should check out Bone Cur Home and Wellness. It's the best place in Portland to find everything from chic home decor to cannabis accessories. They've got a curated collection of vegan and cruelty-free home goods and wellness products because their name is French for kind heart, after all. You'll get a 20% discount on your first order when you sign up for emails this week at boncoeur.net. That's B-O-N-C-O-E-U-R.net. And use the code BONCOEURCITYCAST20. We've already had another hot, dry summer, and we still have another month to go. So today on CityCast Portland, we're talking with Eden Dawn, author of the Portland Book of Dates and co-host of the We Can't Print This podcast. She's going to share some creative ways to escape the summer heat. It's Wednesday, August 2nd. I'm Claudia Meza, and this is what Portland's talking about. Congratulations on your Guinness World Record title for longest drag artist stage show. Thank you. I'm going to add it to my email signature. It just says it's so long. Guinness World Record holder. <laughs> I'll just leave it there. So thanks again for being on the show. Uh, let's separate our picks into three categories. I'm thinking indoor, outdoor, and your most unexpected spots to cool down. Uh, let's start with indoor. Like, what's the first place you think of escaping to when it's just too hot? All right. Well, I'm sure I'm the first person in the world to ever have this idea. Uh, Is it a movie theater? It's the movie theater. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I know. Okay, here's the deal. Obviously, I know we all think of it, but it's a good idea for a reason. And having been in Portland for, uh, I moved up here from Salem when I was 20 years old. I have never had a house with air conditioning, which means for 20 some years, 23 years in Portland, I have been going to the movie theaters when it is hot out. And I do have some Mm -hmm. favorites that I feel like are worth calling out. One is the one out in uh, 82nd Century Eastport that has the recliners. Mm -hmm. The recliners are a game changer because you just... Is it like the leathery kind, like fake leather ones? Yes, it feels like you're... Those are so good. It feels like you're in your like grandparents' rec room or something. There's a level of it that's not just a comfy chair, but it feels like very cozy. The other thing is, you know, and I'm sure you're probably the same way, is like, I know a lot of people in this city and that's kind of my spot I can go to by myself and watch a movie and be antisocial, which I like when it's hot because being when it's hot, I get grumpy. Yeah. Do you go to see uh, movies by yourself a lot? I love to go see movies by myself. I don't go as much as I would because the thing when you're married and you try to go see a movie is your partner's always like, Wait, I want to see that with you. I want to see that with you. So annoying. And it's a real violation of trust to watch a movie. (laughs) Right now, I want to go watch the new Indiana Jones because I grew up in the era where we were all in love with Harrison Ford. And somehow a shot is like, I don't think I've ever seen an Indiana Jones. You can't start with that one, though. I know. That's what I'm saying. He needs to do his homework. Look, I don't have the time. I don't have the time okay. to sit through all of them. <laughs> What's yours? What do you like to do? When it's hot? Yeah. When I recently got AC, so I just put on a sweater when it's hot. Oh, get out. Get out. She <gasps> sips her drink oh in triumph. Oh, my God. Even my coffee just got cold. It's just been out for like two minutes. Oh, my God. 
Um, I also really like going to patios. Yeah, of course. That feel cooler with a cold drink. Um, do you happen to have any like best frozen drink ideas in Portland? Because I have a few going, and that's what I normally do when it's really, really hot and I don't want to see a movie. Um, I go to a patio. I, I find out wh- which ones have the frosés going that season. And I just sit myself down and I cool down with a frosé. I don't have a frosé, but my um, middle-aged woman version of that is I very much love to go to now Pacific Standard, formerly back in the day Clyde Common, but Jeffrey Morgenthaler, you know, who's the bar manager at Clyde for a billion years and now he um, has his place with his partner, Pacific Standard, that's in the Kex. Oh. He makes the best. Just like ice shards, frosty, cold, dirty martini. And when it is hot out and you just want like a really, like it's been shaken so much, there's those little tiny ice shards floating in mm-hmm. it and it is perfect. That is the place and that is the fella I want to make me a gin martini. Delicious. You heard it here. Mm-hmm. Any other indoor spots before we move on? I mean, I am not above just calling places and being like, do you have an AC? And depending on whether or not I go there. Back in the day, if we want to go back to 1990s Portland, it was the mall. It was definitely the mall. Yeah. It was the mall. You go and you get a Diet Coke, cruise by Sparrow, wave to some cuties in the corner. That was all we did. <laughs> I love this. I love this visual. It's so great. I wonder how teenagers are waving at cuties anymore. I know. Keeping cool and waving at cuties. They're like making TikToks at each other. It's not the same. That's what I think is happening. I don't know. It's not the same thing I know. All right, let's take a quick break here. When we come back, ideas on how to stay cool outside. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Okay, now let's talk about outdoor spots. Do you have like a a top three of outdoor places that you go to keep cool? Like I basically said, I just go straight to the bar, which is um, telling. <laughs> kind of sad. Telling. Yeah, very telling. It's a patio, okay? <laughs> <laughs> uh, do you want my number one favorite thing to do when it's hot out first? Or do you want me to build up to it? What are you feeling? Oh my God, please give me suspense. Okay. So I'll hold off on my number one. Here's something slightly different in outside Portland. (laughs) It's not my number one. It's not my number one. Well, it's a new thing. I just went to this weekend and I loved it. Okay. So it was my dad's 70th birthday on Saturday. And we went to this amazing, really like low key vineyard I'd never heard of before called Keeler Estates in Amity, Oregon. Sometimes you go to a vineyard and it feels very like, high pressure. Sometimes I feel like they're just trying to replicate the Olive Garden experience. Like everything feels like (laughs) faux Italian. Oh, gotcha. Gotcha. This place was very like Adirondacks under big chairs. They had a giant vineyard dog named Paco, who was the sweetest boy in the world. 
There are tons of walking paths, like miles of trails that you can walk around. And sitting under Mm -hmm. the trees, even though it was a hot summer day, but like sitting under the trees, having somebody bring you a cold Pinot Gris, I was like, this is a really (laughs) nice way to escape the heat, get out and do something beyond the things we kind of immediately think of, like the river, et cetera. That sounds nice. It was nice. What about number two? So (laughs) I'm laughing at it because... Again, I just, in case you haven't noticed, I like things that are tacky. That's kind of my brand, things that are kitschy and tacky. I would have never. I would have never. She says it while I'm wearing a leopard print caftan that no one can see. If it's really hot, you go to the beach. If it's real hot in Oregon, mm-hmm. that is the place you can count on. It's always going to be 20 degrees cooler. That's that's just science as far as I know. Mm-hmm. But if I'm going to go for the day, I want to have fun too. I like to do the one-two punch, which is going to Seaside because the boardwalk's mm-hmm. easy. There's a lot of things to do. Immediately, you can cool down, you know, watch families play. You get in the water. You cool down, and then before you go, Seaside has this uh, arcade that has a a whole room devoted to fascination. Do you know the game Fascination? No, I've never heard of the game Fascination. I just, I'm kind of an air hockey person. That's Oh, I love air hockey too. So we could totally play air hockey. But Fascination is a thing in some arcades, which is so weird. I feel like when you were a kid, you would see it and walk right past it. It's a whole room where it's kind of like bingo meets bowling at a table. So an entire room and it has a person running it and you sit at your little table and you roll these little tiny rubber balls up and they have like a bingo board of 25 little indentations and you're trying to roll your balls to get into either a diagonal or a line or this, but you're playing with the whole room. So you have to like put your quarter down and then they say roll them and they start and then usually they're playing like Led Zeppelin they're like bumping something for you for oh my god until somebody gets their little bingo line because you're playing against everybody and then you win some tickets so you sit there it's air conditioned you're getting the let out you're playing your little game of fascination it's so fun after a beach day and then maybe you get some ice cream before you go like how innocent and cute. That's so cool. I'm I've been looking at pictures and it's exactly like you you explained it perfectly. It's also very kitschy. I told I mean it makes me want to play it. It looks like it's been frozen in time. It's absolutely been frozen in time. And yet the best thing is you sit next to a table and you're like next to some 15-year-old kid who's clearly just like tired and wants away from their parents and then like a 93-year-old woman who hasn't left since 1984. And you're just (laughs) between them both, and you're all playing fascination against each other. It could really heal the divide in America. It sounds like it. Um, What is your number one? Hold on. What is the number one outdoor spot for cooling? One-two punch, because I'm always about the one-two punch. Step one, go to Hayden Island, Alder Creek Canoe, rent your kayak, Okay. You can either do single kayak or if you're on a little date, it's very cute to get a double kayak, paddle around the houseboats, you go up the channel, there's even a little secret beach you can get out at and hang out, sit on the beach together, play in the water, and then on your way back, you go to the Island Cafe. 
Nice. Have you ever been to the Island Cafe? Uh, no, I've, I've gone sailing past it. And I feel like every time I've gone past it, it's been closed. Well, it's seasonal. Yeah, so that's probably it. The Island Cafe is a floating restaurant where clearly somebody, like, uh listened to Margaritaville several times when the, and like decided to start a <laughs> restaurant. A perfect description. <laughs> that it is a floating yes. restaurant that is like a tropical theme and you can go and mm-hmm. get your like nachos and it's outside and there is, you know, like fake tropical birds and they will make you a margarita or a daiquiri, but it is the closest experience I have ever had to any kind of something attempting to replicate like ocean life I feel like in the middle of Portland it is very Mm -hmm. cheesy and it is very adorable and if you go and you spend all of your time paddling around and then you sit out on a floating restaurant and you drink yourself a margarita while somebody's listening to Kokomo it's a nice Mm -hmm. time is what I'm saying. It really it's is. It's a nice time. There's like lays everywhere. There's a guitar hanging. And you can get a cheeseburger. There you go. I mean. I like it because, again, I have a tendency towards getting grumpy when it's hot out. And going to the Island Cafe and kayaking are good because you can really only experience those things when it's hot out. So then it's like, oh, this is special. I'm taking advantage of mm-hmm. this heat. It's giving me my special island lifetime vibes right now. You're using the heat against itself. Mm-hmm. Like a ninja. I like it. <laughs> like <laughs> Indiana Jones and his whip. Oh, yeah. Exactly. That is the perfect metaphor. Why didn't I think of it? Probably because it makes absolutely no, no sense. No sense at all. Yeah. No sense at all. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Last category. What are your most unexpected spots? Well, it's unexpected because, again, it's a thing I just did, and I was worried it would make me feel hotter, but it actually worked out, and that is to get out of the city. It was my husband's birthday last week and my birthday last week and my dad's birthday. A lot of Leos. Happy birthday. God, our house is exhausting. Just so many Leos. (laughs) Everyone needing all the attention. But we went to Society Hotel in Bingen for a couple of days. Have you ever been out there? No. I'm looking it up. Well, you know the Society in Old Town, and it's the same partners, and they built this place out in Bingen, which is an old schoolhouse. And then they built, um, in the middle, there's like a ring of cabins that goes around their whole spa house situation. So it has a sauna. It has an ice plunge pool. It has a little warming Ice pool. Ice plunge pool? Oh, my God. Yeah, like when you get out of a sauna, you're supposed to cool your body. Now, this is only yeah. like you walk in for, I made it 11 seconds is the longest I made it. Mm-hmm. But here's the deal. Even if it's hot out, if you go and you sit in a sauna for a few minutes, and then you get out and you get in an ice plunge, and then I went and sat in the hammock and just read a really bad mystery novel about like a girl scout troop solving a murder it was oh it was really great it was such a good way for my body temperature felt so good like it felt so pleasant Mm. so even though I got myself hotter but then I went ice Mm -hmm. and then you're wet and because the gorge always has a lovely wind going through it So it's all kind of open air and easy breezy. And we stayed there for a couple of nights, but they offered day passes. Mm -hmm. And it was unexpected to me that getting 
hotter helps me feel cooler. And it's beautiful out there. That so it's a win-win. unexpected. And they have a little tiny bar cafe on site. So like mm-hmm. you can have your heat up and your cool down and then you can get an iced coffee or a wine or a little sandwich. And so it's like sit and chill for a little bit. It's a, it's a nice, yeah. it's a nice respite. It's by Hood River, right? It's across the bridge from Hood River. It's across. Yes. There so we go. So there is that bridge at right at Hood River that basically takes you between Binge and White Salmon to Hood River. So it's on the Washington side. Yeah. So you could go to Loop-de-Loop and then go to the Society Hotel. I mean, that's the final because you know that I never stop without a one-two punch. The one-two punch is we did Society uh-huh. and then do the Fruit Loop. Mm. And... Another great way to beat the heat because you have your up the mountain. I feel like there's a little bit of air going through. And I got a giant box of peaches for $15. Like 25 pounds of peaches for $15. Um, I said loop-de-loop the wine place, but but I didn't know there was a Fruit Loop. And that's amazing. You don't know about the Fruit Loop? Claudia. No. What? Don't get mad at me. I love fruit, too. Okay, so the Fruit Loop, we could do a whole separate thing on this. But the quick thing is the Fruit Loop is like a 40-mile loop of tiny organic farms that begins in Hood River, goes all of the way around. (sighs) And it has, like, the – also out there is the Juanita's Factory, which, I mean, God bless that place, keeping us in the best tortilla chips of all time. But there's, like – Peach farms, apple farms, cider bits, there's lavender farms, there's places to have tastings, there is, and it's just these little tiny farms that you loop around. It's great in the summer right now to get, like I said, I just got freshly picked Red Haven peaches, there's tons of, you can go and pick cherries, but there's also in the fall, it's great because there's so many apples and cider pressings and pears. It is a delightful time. It's nice. Well, I feel like we nailed it. Look, Eden Dawn hits a brief. You give me a brief, I hit a brief. (laughs) This is what you can count on them. And now for your microdose of news. Intel is planning to expand its manufacturing operations in Oregon after receiving $90 million from Governor Tina Kotek. The funds will come from the $216 million approved this year by the state legislature for the semiconductor industry. And the national media has once again taken up Portland issues as their focal point. The New York Times came out with two long stories this week honing in on our houseless population, our opioid crisis, and Measure 110's failings. Now, these are topics we've talked about a lot on the show, so I'm not going to rehash what they wrote here. And though I do believe outside critical perspectives prevent navel-gazing from local news, these two New York Times stories read like cheesy kitchen sink dramas. The way Michael Corkery paints it in his article, Fighting for Anthony, The Struggle to Save Portland, Oregon, the story's main character was perfectly fine living in Las Vegas, but our city's empty promises lured him in, and then we ruined his life. Portland is a black hole of misery, actively making innocent bystanders homeless, just sucking them in. There's a melodramatic glee in this kind of reporting that leans hard into a forced paradox, being some kind of liberal bastion and above all social ills, but somehow also facing the exact same problems that every other city in this country is facing. So how is that an interesting take? Because 
That's a forced narrative on our city, one the New York Times loves to write about. So they get to create this idea of Portland as a utopia just so they can bash it as a hellhole. That type of reporting is reductive and boring. And more importantly, it's not helpful. Nothing new is illuminated. Nothing is uncovered. We get it. Portland bad. Things here sad. And I'll go further and say that this type of heavy-handed, arrogant, no-nuance type of coverage isn't even journalism. It's closer to a story based on actual events, but, you know, not the actual story. But if you do want to read a thoughtful outsider's look into our city's struggles, Esquire published a really good and actually nuanced piece by Jack Holmes titled The Land Beyond the Drug War. I'll link to it in our show notes. For even more local news and events, sign up for our daily newsletter, Hey Portland. You'll also find a link to that in the show notes. That's all for today here on CityCast Portland. Thank you so much for listening. We'll be back tomorrow morning with more from around the city. Until then, see you at Slim's. <laughs>